welcome to the Service Master podcast. Today we have Grant from Rosary Bookkeeping, North Kent and Isle of Sheppey. How are you doing, Grant? You all right? Hi there, Tim. Yeah, I'm doing very well, thank you. Looking forward to the week ahead, really. Good, good. Yes. So we'll uh, we'll go into a bit more detail about what you do during a week or average week with Rosie Bookkeeping. But first of all, just tell us a bit about yourself and how you got into bookkeeping, etc. Okay. So as far as it goes, as you know, my name is Grant Dye. Um, I am a franchisee partner with Rosary Bookkeeping for the North Kent and Isle of Sheppey area. And as far as that goes, I have been with Rosemary for just over a year. It's been a fantastic year as far as I'm concerned, bearing in mind, you know, what, what we've been having to deal with on a daily basis. Uh, it's not been easy, but when it's come down to it, I've been managed to, I, I suppose, work with some some great partnerships in businesses locally. And it's it's been a fantastic journey so far, and I, I look forward to it in, in the near future going forward as well for, for the next so many years. Fantastic. Uh, yeah. I mean, as far as it goes, just something to, to note about the franchise itself is that it's made up of uh, several franchisee partners mm-hmm. throughout the UK. So if, if there is some need or, or requirements um, where I can't fulfill it, then there's also other franchisee partners out there that will help. And if, God forbid, if I do four wheel at any point in the time, then there's also someone there in the background to jump in at a moment's notice and help and support that business or client. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, they're great network. So uh, yeah, great network to work with and fantastic. Okay, so just tell us a bit about what your week usually entails then. So what is bookkeeping in a sense and what what do you do during an average week? Okay, so my week varies a fair bit. You wouldn't think so with just the title of bookkeeping services in there, but uh, I guess each franchisee partner will have a fair number of skills and sets and so on that they can actually um, provide and partner with local businesses. Mm-hmm. Uh, and therefore, that's what gives each one of them, uh, you know, that unique quality. Uh, they, they have that. They have that experience that they bring with them and they transfer mm-hmm. that experience over from their past. Mm-hmm. Uh, so for myself, personally, I bring with me uh, a fair amount of experience, 30 odd years in the finance sector and as a qualified accountant as well with 10 years worth of post experience of being qualified. Mm -hmm. I bring with me some element of budgeting, forecasting and cash flow projection, which is slightly different to the norm from others. I've also partnered with a payroll provider. So I can payroll facilitate on behalf of a client, which means in the middle. And I make sure that the coordination works between the the client and the payroll bureau that I Mm -hmm. work with. So that's that's a great service provider there. As far as the work stuff that I deal with on a, a weekly basis, I could be doing anything really from... Uh, cash flow projection, as I say, for uh, a company or client. And uh, th- that I have a tool fluidly, which allows me to process that through, adjust, create scenario and so on around that. So that that's fantastic. I also will, this morning, I just was setting up a default for a set of accounts 
uh, management accounts on Sage, uh, where I was adapting and creating it slightly differently to the normal, uh, mm -hmm. and then resaving it as a, a, a new layout, effectively. Okay. Um, so has that fantastic capability of doing that, which is brilliant. I also uh, have done last week, I was looking at bank reports that I needed to produce for some clients. And they need that on a periodic quarterly basis. Uh, so to set up something readily available so that it can then just produce the numbers at the back end once I've reviewed and reconciled what I've needed to within mm -hmm. the system. I've worked within various different software packages. So I, I, I deal with um, QuickBooks Zero and Sage as well. You know, the Sage ones are either cloud-based or desktop. And so I have a yeah. remote access for that as well so okay. I'd, I'd say the flavor of of a week really uh but that's obviously not all of it but that's just a flavor of course yeah okay so what is bookkeeping in a, in a sense can you can you do that in a short sentence or not as much <laughs> <laughs> i i see i see bookkeeping as the um i suppose let's do an analogy uh bookkeeping versus accounting uh, or accountancy. Yep, no worries. So I see it as a uh, a very sturdy, structured day to day process that bookkeeping do, and what that allows is to create a, a, a fabulous foundation for accountants to come along and build their their skyscrapers effectively on it. You know, okay. they're yep. the wonderful structures, but but because the the structure is so sturdy. It, it really allows that to be done easily and simply. Yep. So let's go into that a little bit more. So from a, a bookkeeping point of view, as I say, it's a day-to-day -day management process, uh, which produces out the back end of it some information that can be used by clients and also accountants as well, and banks and so on. Okay. For them to make decision-making. It doesn't have to be with the accountant to do that. Bookkeepers can do that just as well anyway. It's more to do with, I suppose, the advice that's lent with it. Yeah. The accountant is the best place for that advice to be given because they have more knowledge of tax and so on um, than bookkeepers. So bookkeepers will get the day-to-day -day management tools all set up and running. They will be able to provide VAT for their clients yeah and also just um just generally being able to support and partner those those businesses on a daily basis communicating with them mm -hmm. setting up meetings to, to to see where they're at where they want to be going in the future how does that affect your processes how does it affect your bookkeeping mm -hmm. and it's just generally listening listening to your, your clients is, is key yeah. it really is because if you don't listen you, you just you just miss it and they just don't think you're there for them yeah so I, I for me listening is is key okay so jumping on to the next question there do you have your clients do they have like the similar issues normally or does it vary quite a bit it, it does i mean the, the issues as I've, as I've mentioned just recently they could be having cash flow issues so for me personally because i've been trained i've had experience in that side of it i i can produce that kind of information which is realistic and reasonable for them to make decisions on obviously in the loop they're accountants as well so that 
you yeah. know they, everybody knows what's going on so fluidly allows me to do that very simplistically to be yeah. fair um, a lot of the information just flows directly through from the um, accounting software yeah gives me the the choice of do I want to go with what it's saying or do I want to adapt and change it slightly um, okay. and the time as well and and that's what fluidly does for me as far as that goes um, yeah. and then gives the client confidence that it is actually coming from something that is fundamental rather mm -hmm. than it being sheets and the chance of maybe errors and things like that coming through there yeah that's that's a typical example of something you know that um, that goes on with issues. Another one could be I, I have the capability of uh, of creating a, a company from scratch on Sage. So I have okay. a Sage license which gives the platform now for for clients. Mm -hmm. And some clients come to me, new prospective clients, and they say, okay, I haven't actually got anything to use at the moment, just spreadsheets that's not working for me anymore is is there something that you could offer me that will allow you know me to take that forward either digitally because i've heard of making tax digital yeah um i need to get vat sorted out and become making tax digital need to sign up for it um and i don't know how to go about it how do i do that so that's where i i would come in and i mm -hmm. would advise you know that platform as an option mm -hmm. i also okay. have QuickBooks as well as options and it allows me to help that client and support that client and get them out of a I suppose a, a horrible situation from their point of view because they've got no idea how to yeah. deal with that but um, it, it, it's fairly straightforward and simple from our point of view as a franchisee partner bookkeeping one because we we, we know that knowledge we, we can pass that we can help them out and it, yeah. it, it generally is good to be able to help clients Fantastic. Okay. So another question, there's obviously times of the year where are busier than others. Uh, what are those times of the year and why are they busier then? I mean, the way, the way I, I work with potential and existing clients is that I try to smooth out some of that along the way. So I, if it's, if it's possible, they're in agreement, then I look to work on things on a monthly basis. Okay. So I bill up front um, for a standing order, which they'll pay by a certain date. So mm -hmm. that is is generally the, the general bookkeeping services side of things would be done that way. If there is, um, I don't know, a one-off in the year, which would include, um, you know, liaising with accountants, uh, their accountants and so on, and doing year-end files, review files, um, then... Really, it's that's the sort of thing that can crop up once in a while. But even that, I try to dovetail into this monthly um, process, um, leaving obviously a few things to be done at year end, which will have to be done anyway at that point. Okay. Uh, yeah. To and make sure that the accounts look reasonable. The other things that I tend to not include within that standing order are, like I say, cash flow projections and that sort of thing. Yeah. Bank reports is another and if a client is not happy with having a fixed fee and they want to just vary it along a period of time but they know roughly what it's likely to be then i tend to stick with that so i suppose the variations through the year are year end vat can be smoothed out a bit but it depends how many of those you have 
per quarter right. or yep. per year or um, monthly because I have a few of each of those. Also, I would suggest if you're providing a, a payroll service or you're providing a payroll um, facilitation, which is what I do, then there is certain times in the year where um, from a tax reason, year end tax side of things, that can become a little bit more burdensome or, okay. or more involved with, with what goes on. Yeah. But like I say, I, I try to smooth out the, the month as much as I can do so that it makes, makes it not just me, but for clients and everything else. And they know what their cash flow is likely to be each yeah. time. Okay. You've kind of answered this already, but why should a <laughs> business owner have a bookkeeper if they already have an accountant? Okay. I, I think this is one which a lot of people uh, really don't understand or they have a niggling feeling in the back of their mind. Do I really need both? What, what's the point of that? What it boils down to is that accountants, yes, they're, they're trained to start off with to look at bookkeeping, but then they're, they're more honed in to give you year-end financial um, information and file those reports with companies house yeah to look at tax and to also provide advice on when a company is looking to either grow or whether they have um, started up and therefore they're not quite sure what to do okay. the accountant is that that side of it the bookkeepers as I said before is 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 really to build the I suppose the confidence of the client in yeah. their numbers okay it's, it's to give that kind of experience uh, within bookkeeping through to the client so that they are happy to look at a set of numbers we can go through them discuss them they can then look at that and go well okay how does that affect this if I was looking to do that how would it affect you know the ongoing process of that if I was looking to bring in a new person you know hire mm. a new person if I was looking to grow my income by a certain amount of numbers, then really a bookkeeper allows that conversation to happen. Yeah, yeah. For me personally, I can take that a little bit further and I can provide a set of cash flow numbers which allows that to actually show within yeah. their decision-making and they can then take that forward. Okay. So a lot of bookkeepers will have a lot of attributes they'll have a lot of skill sets some of them will be slightly different to others and that's why um, I try to avoid away from a value side of things sorry a, a cost side of things I try to look oh, yeah. at value of what that bookkeeper or that accountant is bringing to the table okay and that you you listen and you you show that to the client so that they yeah. can see that way actually I, I don't mind, you know, doing that because I know what I'm getting for it. Yeah, makes sense. So just a quick one on last year. So obviously from a COVID point of view, did you see any difference in the amount of businesses you potentially had clients for or anything like that at all during last year? Yeah, I mean, I think as far as it goes, Tim, there's few underlying things here there is the caution that clients will have over that time frame not knowing whether they've got enough money to do things they will want to focus probably straight away on things that they can deal with themselves yeah um, so that would be the first thing is that 
where where would their money extra money come from to pay for a bookkeeping service say for okay. instance what they don't understand is is that actually a bookkeeping services is there to take that burden away from them so that they don't have to give that time to it right yeah so time to it they're actually giving some of their own resource and time up to do that oh. which if looks at probably cost versus the resource side of things that they're actually spending their own time on it's probably cost neutral to be fair in most really, cases yeah. i would suggest may maybe a, a slight amount but to be fair you know that probably their charge out rates are more than ours <laughs> yeah so, so when it comes down to it that that would probably be the the situation so there, there was a i suppose an area of caution there from mm. potential clients Secondly, was the influx of new new people that had come in to offer the service provision. There was a lot more people either made redundant or looking to find some spare money from somewhere and had the skill set to become keepers and they'd set up their businesses and so on to do that. Okay. There's others that might not actually have the skill set but they've still decided that that's what they want to do as well so there, there is an element of both there so you have to be yeah. a bit cautious about that okay so, um competition was pretty pretty thick out there yeah. over that time frame right. I was. okay and therefore um trying to win new clients or or gain their trust or or so on is a little bit harder over yeah. that time However, what it did enable me to do is start thinking a little bit more around what type of clients I wanted to attract yeah. um, to, to, to my portfolio. And that tended to be more the sort of talent clients, which allowed me to do more for them uh, okay. on a monthly basis, which also gave the opportunity to support and partner them in various different ways. Yeah just the general bookkeeping service provide but also the other services that i i i give Mm -hmm. uh cash flow around the 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 forecasting the budgeting and so on okay so that the service provisions is is quite key to any business really whether or not it be a bookkeeping business or whether it be um a business that is in you know asking for a bookkeeper to do that work for them so it's key from, from their point of view that they know that, that they know there's other things that are out there that you can help them with if, yeah. if the need arises. Makes sense. Uh, so really, yes, it did, it did impact the growth of my company that, that year. I mean, I had projections, I had business plans of, of what that's likely to be. But what I did find was that if you're not able to get that business plan to become fruition, then there's other ways that the the, the, the government will have helped you out on that. Mm-hmm. Now, for a new startup business um, in the first year and not actually having any accounts, so as to speak, to have, have filed, it was a little bit harder, I have to admit. Right. Okay. There was really the only one thing that I could have gone for um was the bounce back loan right yep that was the one the only one that i could i could ask for the rest of it was pretty much geared towards people that had either been in business for some time or they had payroll 
provision in there yeah for yeah. a period of time and unfortunately um i didn't at that time i, I wasn't paying myself any money right. um, for, yeah uh but that's that's the way that's a setup company is um sure. you, you to not bankrupt your company straight away by actually paying yourself something unrealistic you, you've got to take your time and yeah. then um decide to build that up so first year um yes it was it was it was tough i won't deny that it was difficult however there was always something there opportunities there to to gain you know new clients and so on so i think you being able to 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 potential clients ask them what they want um does it fit with what you can offer yeah um, and then you start once once you know what they're what they require then you can start laying down okay i i can provide this i can provide that but you know, just so that you know there is this extra stuff over here mm -hmm. that i also do okay um, so wish to at a later date and it, it's those conversations which generally i think help clients to make their minds up whether they're want to go with that particular bookkeeper or not okay fantastic okay fantastic is there anything else you think you'd like to cover during this session at all grant um i think i think generally if if you're if you're if you're wavering on whether to go with a bookkeeper or an accountant i think if you if you what it is you really need and understand what each of the two roles do then i think the decision is is fairly straightforward to be fair but it's the understanding behind it it's what is a bookkeeper and what mm -hmm. is an accountant and how do they collaborate and work together as a partnership yeah because i have that i have that relationship with accountants that's something locally that i have with several accountants now where I partner with them, I help and assist them, I support them, but I also refer and they will refer back down to me as well. So I guess what to say is that there is no, I suppose, there's no right or wrong answer with this, but if you really understand what a bookkeeper and an accountant do, then the answer is, is fairly straightforward that you, you need both to be fair okay fantastic well i think that pretty much wraps it up then grant so massive thanks <laughs> for uh, for coming on and uh, that's all right and yeah just it's been a pleasure everybody. it's been a pleasure talking to you tim you're very welcome take care bye bye